0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the I Love Kid Men podcast, the place where you and your church take the next steps in your kids' ministry journey. We know you love Kid and we want to give you the tools to succeed. Now, your hosts, Ryan Frank and Corey Jones.
1: Hey, welcome to episode number seven of the I Love Kid podcast. Ryan Frank joined by the one and only, the man, Corey Jones. What's up, Corey?
2: Not too much. How are you doing, Ryan?
1: Hey, doing good. Excited to be here with you, excited about the podcast, and um, excited about today's episode. So, okay, before we get into the episode, quick reminder, the I Love Kid Men podcast is designed to help you amazing leaders in the kids' ministry world grow as leaders and take your steps, um, the steps you need to take to be a better kidmin leader. So thanks for letting us partner with you. Um, Corey, today we're actually going to be talking about the importance of growing as a Kidman leader, the whole reason we do this podcast, the whole, whole reason we created the um, I I Love Kidmin Facebook group. So, hey, to kick things off, Corey, I'm kind of curious. If we're talking about growing as a Kidman leader. What have you been doing these days to grow as a leader?
2: Well, I've been in a season of reading. Um, I was able to get some time away at a lake house recently and do some reading. Um, I read through so the next generation might know, uh, Sean McDowell, I think is the author of that. It was solid, great questions, um, to help you with the next generation to make, make it just impactful to them. I've also just finished reading the, it's personal, uh, five questions that you should answer to give every kid hope, uh, written by Reggie and Kristen and Virginia Ward and, uh, just Taking the time to soak in some reading, learning uh, has been great for me as a leader. What about you, Ryan? What have you been doing to grow as a leader?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. So I'll answer that. First of all, I'm curious, Corey, do you like to actually do you read books or do you listen to books or do you do both?
2: I kind of do both. Most of the time, I will read um, a Kindle version of a book and I might even have the uh, Apple assisted audio reading. So it'll read okay. to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. But no. sometimes it's an actual physical book, but it's personal book was a, a real book. I got you. That's cool.
1: Uh, you know, for me, uh, the last several weeks, uh, maybe the last month, something that's really helped me grow as a leader is Beth and I are trying to carve some time out of our schedule just to take a walk and talk about what God's doing in our life. What are we learning? What have we been thinking about? What podcasts have we been listening to? Um, what's a cool quote that we have found. And I don't know if we're not, we're trying to be real intentional, Corey, about setting some time to do that because, um, otherwise we just get busy with the kids and work and ministry and life, but just actually just carving some time out just to talk about, Hey, what's God showing you these days? What's God showing me? It's really helped me grow as a leader. Um, and man, if there's anybody we ought to be able to talk through that stuff with, it's our spouse.
2: That's true. Yeah. All right. Well, Ryan, we're about to jump into things. Who do we have to thank today to make this episode possible?
1: Yeah. So a big shout out as the podcast is growing. People are reaching out to us, wanting to partner. And we've got a great, um, partner today for the podcast, Filter of Hope, you know, Filter of Hope. They've been at Megacon and a lot of events and- um, these this organization is doing so much good stuff to uh bring clean water and the gospel to people that desperately need it. So if you know we're in the summer, but if you're looking for a VBS missions or giving focus or something this school year, some kind of project for your kids, um, you really should check out Filter of Hope. Um I'm, I'm amazed that I, I've gotten to know these folks. They're good people. People from the I Love Kidmen group and from Kids Matter magazine are signing up for this free program, and it is free. So go to filterofhope.org forward slash kids, and you will find curriculum. Uh, you can get your hands on a filter demo kit, wristbands. Um, it's all free. And kids really connect with this stuff. And it's a great opportunity for kids to make a difference in their world. So filterofhope.org forward slash kids is our partner in the I Love Kid Men podcast today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Corey, this. Week in favorite things. I love favorite things, and I've got some things I want to mention to you. Um, They are a bunch of Bible games that you can find at BibleGamesCentral.com. You ever heard of it, Corey?
2: I've not, but I'm searching it it now.
1: Yeah, it's a new one to me in the last couple weeks BibleGamesCentral.com. You'll find Bible games for kids, Bible games for teenagers, Bible games for adults. And this could be like one of those best-kept secrets. It's a website that not a lot of people know about. But there are some—if you're like me, I love using Bible games with kids. But I don't want to do the same games week after week after week. So um, somebody told me recently about BibleGamesCentral.com. I mentioned it uh, recently in a a Five Things Friday as something new I've discovered. And I want all the podcast listeners to know about it. BibleGamesCentral.com. And what about you, Corey? You got a favorite thing for today?
2: I do. We're in the middle of our power-up series through Orange. And uh for this series, I bought one of those little uh classic Nintendo NES systems. It's a mini version of it. It's all nice. built in with there's like 38-bit games on there. There's Zelda, Mario, Mario 2, Mario 3. Plug Pac-Man. it into the TV. Yeah, it's HDMI. Um, and I bought it cause I, th- I thought it was cool. Uh, but my yeah. kids were way really into this retro gaming thing. Like even to the point, there was one kid who, uh, they were dropping off their older sibling. And as they were walking by, they saw someone playing, uh, I think it was Zelda. And they're like, what, what's that? Can I come in and check it out? And this kid who was like scared of this crowd and didn't necessarily even want to be dropped off that day uh, ended up going into our environment. He stuck around the whole time. Uh, is is pretty cool, but you can get them on Amazon uh, GameStop pretty much anywhere at uh, 60 bucks, but our, our kids loved it. It was great.
1: They take you back to your childhood.
2: Absolutely. I, you know, I practiced. and made sure the game system was working.
1: I'm uh, sure you did. Yeah, I'm sure you did. All right. Well, those are our favorite things for today. We'd love to hear your favorite things. Uh, Tag Corey and I in the I Love Kid Men Facebook group.
2: Today we'll be hearing from Colleen Dare as she shares with us the importance of growing as a leader. Dr. Dare serves as the president of Wesley Seminary, and she'll also be on our main stage at the Kidman Nation Megacon 2019. This is going to be a great message, so let's turn things over to this week's expert guide.
0: You need to be a lifelong learner because you want to stay current. There are a lot of professions that have something called required CEUs, continuing education units, continuing ed units, CEUs. Nurses and teachers, um, people in the field of technology, if they have a license or maybe even just their job, it requires them to stay current in their field, right? In order to keep their job, they're required to stay current in their field. And perhaps your denomination or your church affiliation has the same kind of thing. But for many of us, that's not the reality. We're not actually required to to continue learning, to gain CEUs. But I'm going to tell you, just like CEUs are required to stay current, your integrity as a leader in children's ministry is the requirement for you to stay current. What do I mean by that? What is, how is my integrity involved? Well, the reality is there is constantly new information surfacing. New research that identifies needs that we didn't realize existed. Needs of this new upcoming generation that is so drastically different than the previous generation. New research, new tools, new resources, new insights always coming out that can aid us to be more effective leaders and to truly connect and engage the generation we're called to serve. I don't know if you've read much about this youngest generation. As children's ministers, we already have them in our ministry, called Gen Alpha or Generation Glass. They're currently in about first grade and younger. They're coming really, really quickly into our ministries. And most of us are millenni- millennials, Gen X or like me, boomers, and above. And our generations, what we understand, how we take in information, how we experience our world, what our world vision is, and our worldview is, is so drastically different than what Gen Alpha will be. And we know that's true from generation to generation, but we're just beginning to grasp what the reality is in terms of Gen Alpha. And it's it requires integrity on our part to say, you know what, I know I don't know enough to effectively serve and minister to the youngest of these, but I'm obligated to. I need to be a lifelong learner. As a leader, I need to keep learning so I can stay current. You also need to keep learning so you can be encouraged. So you can be encouraged. Often children's ministry feels like we're doing it in isolation. Now, we all know we should not do it as a solo. I don't believe there is such a thing as a solo children's pastor. I don't think that exists, a so, solo children's director. That can't exist, right? we got to do it as a team. But we can still, even though we've got a team surrounding us, we can still feel isolated, isolated in our ministry, even as a team, isolated in our context outside of everything else that's happening. And so it's easy for discouragement to settle in feeling like, Oh man, I'm the only one that faces these challenges. Our church is the only one that has these huge obstacles. Man, in our church, nobody is on board. Whatever it is that you see as a discouragement or a challenge, it's easy to think that it's just yours. And when you become a lifelong learner, you have an opportunity to engage others and recognize now wait a minute there is a common challenge that faces all of us and that's encouraging what's the old adage misery loves company right there's a little bit of truth in that in that when we recognize this isn't a challenge just i face this is a challenge others face there's encouragement in that and then and then when we have an opportunity to dialogue and engage with them about their challenges, and they start to share ways how they overcame that challenge, all of a sudden we're encouraged, you know what, if they overcame it, I can overcome it too. If they found a solution, I can find a solution too. They're challenged resource-wise, so am I, but we can still provide effective and powerful ministry in spite of our lack of resources why do you need to become a learning leader you need to be encouraged and it is encouraging to you the third reason you need to become a learning leader is you need to keep motivated you need to keep motivated seeing and hearing stories about what is possible what is possible when i was a fairly young children's pastor serving in that church plant. We had really, really limited resources. We uh, functioned out of a public school building, so we had a trailer load up and load, unload over and over. And some of you have lived that reality of being a church planter, or maybe you are living that reality. We had about 60 kids in our ministry at the time, and I had an opportunity, now this was years ago, but I had an opportunity to go and visit Saddleback Church in California and hang out not just visit the church but had this incredible opportunity to hang out with the Saddleback ministry team for an afternoon and an evening and I'm going to be honest with you when I drove on the campus of Saddleback and it is a campus my first reaction and response was oh my goodness I am so intimidated and overwhelmed and then I walked into their children's ministry resources and that little voice that says well of course they can do everything great look at all the stuff they've got right that started to like be heard in my brain right oh of course they can do all of these wonderful things they've got all of these resources but there was something incredible when i had an opportunity to actually not just watch what they did which was incredibly motivating and inspiring but have a dialogue with them to hear about their challenges and how they overcame them. And in that, I was inspired to catch a vision for what was possible in my ministry context. And although I didn't have the same resources, I had different resources, similar challenges that we faced. And seeing their vision helped me get away from just my vision. I know you're busy. I know you've got so much on your plate. I mean, children's ministry is the highest volunteer driven ministry in the whole church so you've got lots and lots of people lots and lots of kids lots and lots of parents looking to you i get that i understand that and it's really easy in that world to just try to get through the week and our vision becomes this we just see what's in front of us we just see what we know but when you become a learning leader you have an opportunity to see the vision outside of yours to catch a glimpse of, hey, this might be possible for us too. To begin to dream a little bit bigger dream. That's incredibly motivating when you begin to say, hey, you know what, I think we could do that. Wow, you know what, I think our kids could be that. I think our families could experience that. That is incredibly motivating to see there's something else possible and the only way you get to glimpse what else is possible is to by being a learning leader and committed to that the fourth thing so we have you got to stay current it helps you be encouraged it keeps you motivated to keep going at it and to keep striving for more and it keeps you growing it keeps you growing You know the saying, a body in motion stays in motion, but a body at rest, right? A body at rest. As you grow, you will be far more likely to motivate those around you to grow. But growth requires a stimulus. Growth requires fuel. It takes fuel to grow, and if you ever raised a couple of kids, you know that fuel is food, and they eat, 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 right? It requires a lot of fuel to grow, and it requires fuel for you to grow. What is the fuel for your growth? Learning. Learning is the fuel for your growth, and I want to encourage you that we're not just talking intellectual growth, but we are talking intellectual growth. Knowledge and insight and ideas and concepts and the vision, that's all intellectual growth and that requires fuel. But we're also talking spiritual growth. As a spiritual leader to your team and to the children and the families you serve, you have an opportunity, you have an obligation to continue growing spiritually. We know that we can only take them as far as we've gone. We know all that. All of those old sayings, there's a reason they're old sayings, right? Because there's some truth to them. But you need to invest in your own spiritual development. And I'm going to tell you, there are times in my life that I have bought the lie. And it's a lie that when I take time to invest in my own personal spiritual growth, I'm being selfish and I'm robbing the ministry. I, I have heard that lie played in my head. You know, usually it's just generated in my head, not people outside telling me that. But you begin to buy the lie and you begin to feel guilty, which is crazy when you really think about it, but you feel guilty for taking time to spend time alone with God, spending time purposely engaged in the disciplines of prayer and Bible study, fellowship, worship, you need to experience worship you need that and if your setting is such that you never have an opportunity for worship and fellowship within the community of faith you are robbing your soul and when you rob your soul you deny yourself an opportunity for spiritual growth and your spiritual growth is the catalyst for the spiritual growth of those on your team and the children underneath you. You see as you grow intellectually and spiritually, as you grow, as you gain knowledge, as you go deeper in your faith, those around you see the growth and that is their motivator to grow. So you as the leader grow, your team is motivated to grow. And as you and your team grow, spiritually and intellectually, the impact on the children and the families you serve is incredibly profound and results in growth within them as well growing stimulates growing a body in motion right a body in motion remains in motion and doesn't just remain in motion but motivates those around it to get in motion too you need to be a lifelong learner because you need to grow You need to grow. There's a ripple effect to grow.
1: Thank you, Dr. Colleen there. Um, I love hearing Colleen speak. She's actually going to be at Megacon this fall. I don't know if you know that or not, but she's going to be up on the main stage for a little bit and doing some training as well. Um, And boy, she's right. It is important for us. I love what she said there toward the beginning about staying current. Uh, We need to keep learning and growing. Uh, Please, please, please avoid at all costs becoming stagnant. And let's all be committed to being people in action.
2: And growing helps me personally to keep motivated. This This is so true. There's times that I might be feeling like the days are just long, the weeks are turning long. And it's crazy how much fuel it throws on my fire when I pick up a book or listen to a podcast, call up a a kid's ministry friend and just learn from them. Growing keeps me motivated and it keeps my motivation tank full.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I'd love to hear from you, uh, Corey and I would, in the I Love Kid Men Facebook group. Uh, We'd love to hear what are you doing to stay current? What are you doing for continued education? What are you... To grow, where are you going to grow? Jump over to the I Love Kidman Facebook group. Uh, Just search for episode number seven and share with us. Uh, Man, it's been a great podcast. Uh, Big shout out to Corey, you're a great host. Um, Shout out to Andy, who produces this for us. And shout out to all of you amazing Kidman leaders. Thank you for your support of the podcast. We would love it if you would help us spread the word. Uh, Can't wait for episode number eight, Corey. It's next gonna be week, here next week fast enough. I know. Alright, it's the I Love Kidmin podcast. Thanks for being here with us today.
0: This episode might be over, but the conversation is just getting started. Head over to the I Love Kidmin Facebook group and let's talk about your next steps in your kids' ministry
1: journey.